From the streets to the skyline, this is New Amsterdam and this is New Amsterdam Radio. Hello everyone, Flobo Boys back here again, sitting down with creatives to understand what makes them tick and their process and their perspective. Uh, I have to do my weekly thank yous and thank you for listening to the show, downloading the podcast, streaming it wherever you stream your podcast, Spotify, Spreaker, Overcast, YouTube, and telling a friend about the show. Uh, that's how the show really grows, and I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it's growing little by little, at the same time leaps and bounds, because <laughs> I have very small gates of expectations, but that's what happens. When you have expectations, they come back double, triple, and quadruple fold. You just feel that much warm inside. On today's episode, I'm sitting with Jack Farmer, a really good friend of mine, uh, which is funny to say, not in any bad way, but if you looked at us, you wouldn't think that we would be friends. You would think that we'd be on two different planes, but bound together by a love of professional wrestling, a love for going out there and being entrepreneurial, and a love for being accountable has almost made us kindred spirits in that regard. And it was a pleasure for me to to get the interview with Jack, especially now because on the day it's airing, it's airing on his birthday. So after listening to the interview, just make sure you hit him up today to say, hey, I know you, you're the birthday boy, and you're on New Amsterdam Radio uh, Amsterdam.com is a website where you can see the archive of all the episodes uh, in the series. And if you want to hear the full, complete, unabridged interview with Jack Farmer, all the other unabridged interviews are available at Patreon. Patreon.com slash Boys. It's raw. It's uncut. You don't have to worry about time limits and all of that. Uh, without further ado, though, it's Jack Farmer on New Amsterdam Radio. This is New Amsterdam Radio. It's your host, Flobo Boys, and I want to thank everyone on the Patreon for supporting the brand, supporting the show, supporting this guy as he continues the journey of being a content creator. But being joined today is also a content creator, a good friend of mine, an advisor sometimes. He cracks the whip when he needs to. He's encouraging when he feels like it. Give it up for the man who calls himself the Hall of Farmer, Jack Farmer. How are you doing, sir? I'm having a great day. I am ahead in my water drinking, which is always a good sign. You should always drink more water, Flo, but we all need more water. I struggle with it, but today I'm kind of ahead of schedule. I think I'm going to get all my water in for the day. So this time last year, uh, if I can divulge a little bit, that this mm-hmm. was kind of like the beginning of your broadcasting side. I mean, you were you had experience with a microphone. You could project. You had the personality, but you putting it on wax, right? You putting digital about a year or so. Since then, we've seen... Not only your personal growth, I've seen your personal growth, but we are seeing a little bit of the Jack Farmer brand here. Uh, let's talk about this YouTube page I've seen now. Jack Farmer on his own YouTube page. Where's that mm-hmm. going? What's the decision for you to make the page? And what's happening down the pipe? So, as you know, uh, I was a DJ and an MC first and foremost. And then what I wanted to do and what I was always wanting the next step to be was I wanted to host big concerts, you know, like those, I imagine like a Woodstock where you have the person that comes out and says up next, ladies and gentlemen, it's green day or whatever the case is. And then they come out and, uh, at the social senior center center goes, Oh my gosh, green day. (laughs) I don't know why I like green day growing up. So that's the one I fixed. Sorry. It's Kanye, whatever. Uh, so which I guess, (laughs) yeah, it's president West. So 
I wanted to do that. And I realized that most of the people that had those kinds of opportunities were people that had radio shows. So I started asking myself, I'm a DJ that does live events. Why don't I start looking at radio shows or broadcasting? That's when you helped me get in touch with AfterBuzz. And through AfterBuzz, obviously, had great opportunity to host the, a lot of their wrestling sports shows, along with some of the other shows. Uh, now, AfterBuzz has recently gone on hiatus, and so it's time to branch off and create my own channel and create my own content, as we say. And so getting the YouTube page going, I'm hoping to make it a hub for all sorts of wrestling chat, uh, whether it be reviews, whether it be opinions, whether it be uh, projections, things like that. I don't know. It's still sort of uh, living and breathing. We'll see where that goes. Um, I can't really say for sure. I, I've never really had a plan with where I want things to go. I just sort of work with what I got and try to keep pushing forward. So we'll see. Uh, one of the more spirited discussions we've ever had. And uh, if it's if it's too personal, I mean, you can we can hold it and talk about it. But I want to uh -oh. anyway. Uh, uh -oh. One of the most. <laughs> but think about it, Jack. We never did anything too deep, right? So right. Uh, uh, the most spirited debates we had is I think is I, I want our listeners to hear this because I think it's a very cool perspective from you, and that is you don't appreciate when someone refers to what you do in your, your position in life as lucky. And I wanted mm. to see why that was uh, when it comes to everything, right? Like, why is, why is being lucky uh, not the best way to describe your journey? Good sir. Oh, so, yeah, that is, we, I, I get heated about that sometimes. We did, get, <laughs> we did, we did have a pretty spirited discussion about yeah. this. I will say there is a difference between lucky and fortunate. Uh, I think because people will say you're lucky because I think people don't understand how much work goes into everything that you do. Like, like you yourself, Flobo, one day you're going to have a show. You're going to be on like NBC hosting a show and they're going to say, people are going to say, Flobo, you're so lucky that you got this job. Mm. And when they say that, it is incredibly disrespectful in my opinion to all the things you're doing before. Like, you're not getting paid for this interview right now. You're not getting paid for a ton of things that you're doing, but you're putting in the time, you're working on it. You go back and listen to yourself so you can improve what you're doing. You get other people's opinions. You have mentors. You're doing all this stuff to get to the next level. So when someone says you're lucky for making it, to me, it's like you didn't like buy a lottery ticket and <laughs> cash in like you put the work in now again fortunate like certain things broke your way so you're able to make it but luck to me luck implies that you didn't do anything to get there luck implies that you stumbled into it and lo and behold here you are uh right. fortunate which i know is doesn't sound different but to me fortunate just means it worked out your investment worked out but you still you still worked to get there. And so I get I get offended when people say, you're lucky you were on After Buzz or you're lucky you get to talk about pro wrestling or you're lucky you get to DJ. Because yeah. people weren't calling me lucky when I left my job to DJ full-time originally, as you know. <laughs> you're so lucky you got employed. <laughs> you know, you know that, first, that, first, that first day you're, you wake up as a you know, business owner <laughs> without a job is right. not a lucky feeling. No, uh, it isn't. And Thanksgiving fact, Day in my case. It was Thanksgiving Day. Thanksgiving, yeah. And so, first off, everyone's telling you you're stupid when you do that. Everyone's like, you're so stupid. Why did you do that? Why did you give up a sure thing? 
you know, I can't believe you're doing this. You can always go back and get another job and they're talking you out of it. And then success clicks. And I was like, oh, you're so lucky. It's like, what are you talking about? You naysayed me to death the whole time. Right. I was I was struggling with nothing, looking at the bank account without seeing a surefire check coming in. But I found a way to make it work. And now you're saying I'm lucky? It drives me nuts. It gets me heated. I mean, again, I could have failed, so I'm fortunate, but I'm certainly I don't I certainly don't say it's lucky. There's tons of work that goes into it. LeBron James isn't lucky he's playing basketball at the level he's playing it at. He's fortunate that he's tall and he's fortunate that certain things broke his way, but he's certainly not lucky. He's the best player going right now. Guys, Jack Farmer's LeBron James confirmed. I'm so glad (laughs) that that just broke live. (laughs) Wow. I mean, it's interesting because I never thought of it that way. Uh, I guess maybe it's me personally. I don't want to make it an institutional thing, but my success, when I get when it's marginalized, I don't get hit with the lucky word. I get usually hit with like affirmative action hire, or you know, it's because we need more diversity, right? So mm-hmm. I guess I was I was disgruntled in that way. And I think hearing that perspective, the lucky thing, I can see it. I can see it almost negates like the the long long sleepless nights, the long nights that you don't sleep. <laughs> you know, right. going how are the bills going to get paid or or something along those lines. And I, I guess I kind of shifted my perspective on things too. So now I'm also triggered when people say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, question for you though uh, it's something that I've, I've heard people debate both sides of this so there's no right or wrong answer but do you mm-hmm. consider yourself self-made why or why not Ooh, that's a good question to follow up the lucky uh comment <laughs> hey. uh, no i'm not self-made at all i am purely the uh uh was it when you bring a bunch of different people the uh, amalgamation the conglomeration the Sure. I don't know if I'm using the right words, but uh, I don't know what you're going with. Um, basically, I've I've taken from a lot of people over the years, and and what they've done, and what I've learned from them. I've learned from you. I've learned from other hosts I've worked with. I've learned from uh, different just coaches and in my life, like in high school, my my cross country coaches. I've learned from my bosses over the years. I've learned from other DJs. I've learned from other hosts. Uh, so I've I there no way am I self-made. There's so many people that have helped me get to where I am today. Uh, it, without them, I'd be nothing, 100. Uh, percent And also, of course, first and foremost, have to say that uh, I've got great parents who have always been supportive. My mom still watches every show I do, even though she has <laughs> does. My mom, bless her heart, does not watch wrestling. Never watched wrestling. Oh, no idea too. what's going on in wrestling. She still watches at my Afterbus shows every really? week. Really? Every yes. week? Yep. She says wow. it's just like having you back at home. So I uh, I love my mom. She's super supportive. She will watch an AEW Dynamite show and me talk about John Moxley. She's never seen John Moxley in her life. Couldn't pick him out of a lineup. But yeah. she st- she'll still listen to me talk about him. Uh, also, um, just – just I, I've just had support all around, and so I no way am, is it on my own. I'm very fortunate to have these people in my life. I never met your mom, but I got super warm and fuzzies hearing that story. 
she's probably yeah. like, I love you, Jack, but that Monday show, that guy who talks too fast, I don't like that much, but I don't <laughs> care. Jack Farmer's mom is amazing. Uh, also, we're talking about your support network and system and the bullpen, if you will. You mm-hmm. live in a too creative household. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't want to get too into your personal life, but you are yeah. spoken for individual. Uh, yeah. Has has that tempered your approach a bit? Uh, believing Living in a world where your partner in crime is also creative as opposed to you know being single or being with someone who's an accountant or something like that uh, has that really changed your outlook on the process yeah i mean and that speaking of people who have supported me my girlfriend by the way having her in my life is a huge reason why i've been able to do some of the things i can do so uh shout out to emmy she's amazing and really a, a huge my biggest fan i i'd say my biggest supporter there um it, Sorry, it it has, yeah, yeah, mom takes second place. <laughs> uh, uh, no, so one A and one B, mom and Emmy. You guys are one A and one B. Um, but Emmy, so she is a creative and she's also kind of a Renaissance woman in the sense that she can sort of do it all. She can sing, she can dance, she can, uh, she's very artistic visually. Uh, she does, uh, hair and makeup she does uh she works also um for a large company doing photo editing so everyone has probably seen some of her work somewhere she's also gotten to do some cool uh stuff working with celebrities and things like that so uh which actually isn't that impressive outside of la maybe i feel like in in la everyone's uh connected to a celebrity somehow but uh but she apparently (laughs) you know me no it's true true. you gotta be there yeah Uh, I'm joking, but um, uh, it's 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 the thing is we're very different in in our skill sets. Uh, she's got such an attention to detail uh, and such a strong, good eye, and that's my weakness is detail and a strong eye. So a lot of times she'll catch the things I miss, uh, where I think I'm pretty good at being sort of the the person that looks at the bigger picture, and so I think we complement each other. She compliments me. I don't know if I compliment her, but she definitely compliments me. I, I was about to say, man, I think when we work together, you're way more detailed than I am. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I take notes, but like you have rundowns for our shows and we have like processes and stuff, man. I think you're pretty detail oriented. I like to think so. That's something I definitely get from my mom, by the way. My mom is the most meticulous detailed person I've ever met in my life. Let me put it this way. She has... Um, so for Christmas, she's she'll buy... Me and my three sisters, she buys us gifts. She keeps a list. So she spends not only the exact same amount on all of us every year, but it's the same number of boxes to open. So it's not like, so like if, if, if I was to get one big expensive present, she would make sure I get a bunch of little presents to make sure I'm opening the same number of boxes as my sisters. Uh, And if the numbers don't even out exactly every year, she'll keep tally. And so it'll like, Oh, like in 2016, Jack got $50 more. So for the next four years, I'm going to take $10 off of whatever I spent. You know what I mean? So it it's evens like a sports out. sports deal. Like no, a five-year, $3,000 Christmas deal. It's, yeah. It's, she's super detailed. And she does a uh, Christmas dinner for the family. And she has like – she literally has notebooks of like exactly how to run everything. And, and she's so detailed with all this stuff. Uh, I could only – I can't even – dream of being that diff- that uh detailed difficult? <laughs> i was gonna say it's so difficult for me uh, <laughs> uh, i can only dream about being that detail oriented but she has it like 
like uh she's just a machine she runs her own business so i think maybe it's just built in that way with her but uh she's just a machine on planning and being detailed i think i've taken some of that and i'm thankful for that as well but yeah she is you flobo one of these days i'm gonna have to take a uh, a few photos of her notebooks on how to run christmas dinner just so you can see how detailed she is because it's not like written on by the way it's also not written on like regular line notebook paper it's like on graph paper so she can draw lines and like Whoa. circle things it's insane it's so impressive archaeologists uh, would be so confused uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is going on here christmas dinner why is there a schematics i don't know why yeah <laughs> uh, that's so we're actually recording this on uh, july 13th and, mm -hmm. and new ram sam radio airs every thursday but this episode will be special because we're releasing it on your birthday of july oh. 21st so this is going to be hey. a special edition of new ram sam radio with the man himself jack farmer and you know i've gushed about you before but I really want to say this, man, from the bottom of my heart, this is for all the creatives out there. I was a guy that liked to do things. People say I'm a getter, but I really had no direction. Like you, I, I uh, responded to an ad from ZipRecruiter and went to a creepy <laughs> guy's office and I became a DJ. And we were coworkers for about a year and right. a half. And uh, when I uh, got laid off on that Thanksgiving day, uh, probably because I didn't keep any notes of how to make dinner that night, I got a call from my job saying, day job's over, get the hell out. Uh, I didn't know what to do. And, and my man, Jack, told me, look, you can start doing this, change your Instagram this, delete your website, no one cares about your weekly poetry. Uh, you're now a DJ now in Southern California. And I'll tell you what, I am not out of the woods yet. It's still a battle every month, especially with the global pandemic. But I always tell people that, you know, you taught me how to fish. You put food on my table. And I'm so glad I get to be here on your virtual birthday, even though it's not your birthday today. It will be your birthday uh, eventually. And uh, yeah, man, uh, you've been a good friend, confidant, and sometimes rival, uh, especially when it comes to tournaments and all that. And, uh, uh, I want to thank you. But do you do you have any plans of one celebrating, I guess, this year and any kind of bucket list items for the next 365 days? Man, I didn't teach you to fish at all. I you just I just showed you where the fishing spots are. That's all I did. You, you already I, – I want everyone to envision this guy saying you taught me to fish when he approaches me like some guy with a, a harpoon ready to spearfish himself already as he's got like fish lined up on the harpoon. He's like – Teach me to fish. Yeah, no, you knew how, you, my voice you too. knew how you knew how to fish already. I just said, "Hey, this is a good spot. Try over here." That's all. That's all I did. Um, um, but as far as celebrating my birthday, by the way, you got the birthday right. I don't publicize that very often, so good on you. Uh, yeah, it, it is coming, whether I like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> slow down time bro yeah. uh it is so funny how there's that weird change of life where you're like i can't wait for my birthday i can't wait for my birthday uh it's my birthday it's my birthday oh no it's my birthday Stop. it's just a tuesday you know it's just <laughs> <laughs> uh so it is funny i don't really do a lot of celebrating on my birthday i used to i used to go out and like try to party and stuff um I quit drinking a little over a year ago, uh, but even before that, like when you don't drink, it feels like for some reason it's like you don't like go out and rage anymore or like do right. that kind of stuff as hard anymore. Um, and and so I got really basic. Like I like to just like go see a movie and eat poorly. That's like what I like to do on my birthday. So yeah. I'll, pro I'll probably go get like Krispy Kreme donuts and like rent a movie or something. That's I'm pretty simple for my birthday. Yeah. Do you do, do any kind of like special foods that make that cut like i don't usually have beef wellington but on my birthday <laughs> i go for it for example 
Uh, no, I don't have anything that stand. Like, it's really what's what I'm in the mood for. Like, I think last year, uh, for my birthday, I, this is so weird, but I was like, I wanted, uh, I think peanut butter and jelly sandwiches or something. And so I made a bunch of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Oh boy. (laughs) I I love childish food. I love candy. I love sweets. I love donuts. I love sugary things. Um, I can't remember what I did on my birthday last year, but I don't really do anything that big. You know what? I may have actually last year. Was it was it a Monday? Was the 21st on Monday? Did I work at AfterBuzz on my birthday last year? I don't Probably think not. I did. Because it, it's a leap year. So it been oh, you're right. It would have been a Sunday. So I don't think I did work on my birthday. I don't know what I did. Yeah. I don't know. I don't do it. I usually will just, I'll usually get something incredibly unhealthy to eat and watch a movie that's terrible. I like bad movies. Uh, not bad movies as in like the room, but just bad movies that most people would be like, this is a stupid movie. I just saw um, Nighthawk, the one with Stallone from like back in the 70s. Oh, yeah. love it's, it. It's pretty terrible too. <laughs> Billy <laughs> D. Williams is in it. You're like, well, what the? This is so Billy bad. D. Williams. <laughs> uh, go 45 every time. Uh, <laughs> but yo, Jack, I want to say thank you so much for being on this episode of New Amsterdam Radio. As I always say this on our former network now, where can the world find you online? You can find me at jackcfarmer.com as well as at realjackfarmer across all social media. You can also check me out on Wrestling With Your Questions with Flobo right here every single Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, Every now and again, I like to pop in on the Everything Tournament as well every Tuesday. And that is probably one of my favorite things going right now. That's a good, fun show to be a part of. Uh, If you don't know what it is check it out i'm sure you're going to talk all about that in just a second uh but right now those are the things uh keep in tune to my twitter specifically because a bunch of new announcements may be coming soon and that's what we call tease ladies and gentlemen i love teases yeah the everything tournament is a show that uh myself and, and evan mack and how do you mack are part of it's a pop go tournament where we have special guests where Jack Farmer is on. I shake my head every time everyone mentions it because this has been a smear campaign <laughs> on social media at the Everything Tournament that I am a hater and a cheater of mm-hmm. this pop culture tournament with no rules. How can you cheat if there's no rules? That's the only reason why. Uh, but I'm so glad you're on the show too because we have that same connection like, hey, look, we were in that network together and now we're mm-hmm. having fun outside of, of school hours. But uh, yeah, last question for you. Um, okay. I'm a firm believer. Uh, and this motto, and I, I had teased you earlier before, is um, make your hometown proud. Do you have a motto or an axiom or a mantra before you perform or hit on stage or go out? So I, I do. Uh, and I say at the end, or I used to say at the end of all the AEW shows, and I guess I say at the end of uh, all the rest of your question episodes too, it's a saying that my grandma used to say uh, years ago. And it was, um, it's, it's something that I've, I've always felt is applies at any given moment. It always works. It's always good advice. It's, there's never been a moment in my life that I felt like it doesn't apply. And that is do your best and be yourself. And so uh, that's what I do. I just try to think about, do, am I doing my best and am I being myself? And so that's my, uh, that's my motto. You know, for so many creatives, uh, it's really easy to get hung up on the creative side. I want to be the best florist out there. I want to be the best sculptor out there. But ultimately, art and commerce has a 
really deep relationship. You know, you need some sort of backing to create art, at least in the classical sense. That's where the word patronage comes from. But at the end of the day, you are creating for an audience and you always have to determine what that audience is. And I like the fact that Jack has taken his experience on the business side of things to really apply it to what he's working on and what he's developing with his relationship with Brewster's Coffee, for example, or uh, being so detail-oriented he wants to follow up on the next potential big idea. And I, I think a lot of us can learn from that, that sometimes it's not healthy to just focus on the arts sometimes. Not all the times. You don't want to become a shill. <laughs> uh, but I do think there's a balance there. And Jack shows us that there, it's okay to think about who's this for. It's okay to think about how can I grow? Uh, how can I even monetize what I'm doing? Um, but yeah, I, I love the fact that I got to, to rag Jack Farmer on all around his birthday. Uh, you can follow him on social media. Tell him Flobito sent you. New York Amsterdam Radio is back next week. Uh, big, big shows planned during the summer. This uh, quarantine part two here in Southern California, but it's all good because it doesn't matter where in the world you're listening to New Amsterdam Radio. As long as you're creative, you are a citizen. Until next time, as always, the city is yours. <laughs>